Hello, everyone. This is Sal from the Cryptocurrency Informer. Welcome to our podcast. Our guest today is Crypty Girl, founder of Crypty, apparel and accessories for crypto enthusiasts. She's also the co-host of The Block Babes, an up-and-coming weekly live stream for sharing the latest crypto developments and economic news. Crypty, thank you so much for coming today. Thanks for having me on, Sal. Of course. So can you tell us a little bit of information about yourself and then how you got into the crypto space? Sure. So I go by Crypty Girl. And I am a Gen Z that is selling apparel and accessories. Like you said, I founded the company Crypty. And I named Crypty because I was thinking crypto tea. And so I just put those two words together. So it became Crypty. And I was really inspired to start it because once I learned about Bitcoin and learned about the financial freedom aspect of it, I just loved how liberating Bitcoin was and all its qualities. So I really. After buying some and investing, I really wanted to help the space grow and contribute to the space in some way and encourage mass adoption. And at first, I didn't know how to do that because I've been in crypto for about two years, Mm -hmm. maybe three. So I was still kind of getting out of high school and starting college when I got into crypto. But then right after I got my two-year college degree, I was just wondering what to do next. And then it hit me that I should start an, an apparel business. For crypto enthusiasts. And so that's what I started doing. And it's really funny too, because when I was 12 years old, I wanted to be a fashion designer. Mm. <laughs> and then when I got into high school, I did a career project on it, I believe when I was 14. And I was like, oh, fashion designing may not be for me after looking into it. But then after high school, I started a <laughs> an apparel business where I'm designing all the clothes. So it's just kind of full circle and it's funny how it all ended up that way. We yeah. were talking about this before. You have video on right now. We're we're old school and we just do audio, but we got to move into video so people can see. You have one of your shirts on right now. That's a dope shirt. Yeah. So did this you design that yourself? Movie. Yeah, I designed these myself. This was actually my first draft design because the first thing that came to mind was Bitcoin to the moon. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was working on a different design, but this one came out of it. So this was one of my first two designs. and That's great. Yeah. That's pretty awesome because a lot of places, you know, I have, a, I have a buddy who has a t-shirt store and he has some pretty cool t-shirts that are, I live in New York. And so his mm-hmm. shirts are like New York kind of based, like Niagara Falls, New York. And the designs are kind of based off of those like local areas, but right. he doesn't design them himself. He outsources them. So it's pretty awesome and pretty uh, admirable that you design all of the shirts yourself as well. Oh yeah. That's my favorite part. It's the best part of having this. And besides just being able to design it, I'm just loving the stages of learning entrepreneurship and how mm-hmm. to market and making connections in the crypto space. So everything about it, it's just a great learning and growing experience and learning to love both the wins and challenges. So just every well, step of the way. It seems to me that you have some sort of marketing background because you do this very well, it seems like. I just learned about you a few you know, a couple of weeks ago, but it does seem like what you're doing, you're doing everything by the books and right. You know what I mean? Like the things that you're supposed to do to increase your business and to get your business out there. The biggest step of that is in success is having a good business, right? Like that's number one is just having a good business in general. And the fact that you design your own shirts and that they're really cool designs and not just shirts, there's other apparel as well. I don't want to just say shirts, but right. the fact <laughs> that you're designing them yourself, that's pretty awesome. But yeah, in terms of marketing and stuff, it seems like you kind of have a knack for all of this. 
Well, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I don't have any previous marketing experience, but I have been in many leadership roles before. So I'm very comfortable with making social media content. And I guess I'm just creative. I'm just learning to, you know, grow my business and get a following and also focus on producing social media content just besides making apparel because those two kind of go hand in hand to both market your apparel and to make your own following with yourself being the brand. Mm -hmm. So that's something I'm focusing on too. And I'm also with my apparel, I want all of my products to be very quality because that's something that's very important to me. So all my cotton tees are 100% combed and ring spun cotton, which means that it's the highest quality cotton in the world that's obtainable. So these shirts are super soft and durable and they print very nicely and the designs that are printed on the shirts, they won't crack after many years because the type of printing it is. Hmm. So even the designs are durable themselves. So I just wanted to make apparel for crypto enthusiasts that they could feel good wearing as well as look good wearing because a lot of shirts, you know, they're like scratchy and they don't feel as nice to wear, but you want to wear them just because they look good. So I'm just happy that I could find quality products that feel really good and that you love to wear. And it like this shirt has become one of my favorite shirts because it just feels nice. So very cool. Yeah. Well, as the boomers would say, you you have a fire in your belly, it seems like. You know, <laughs> you're really motivated to get your product out there and to get yourself out there as, as a product itself and to really succeed. So, I think you're probably going to succeed, right? Speaking of boomers, let's talk about what it's like to be Gen Zer, I guess is what we would call you. And that's what born between like 96 or something like that after 96. Um, I believe that Gen Zs are between 7 and 23 years old right okay. now. Okay. So making me feel like a very old man. <laughs> but there's no. a lot of real true boomers in the space. So I, I'm a millennial, so I don't have to feel too bad, I guess. Yeah, no, it's good. The crypto space is, I'd say, majority millennial. And the millennials are kind of like our big brothers for Gen Z. They kind of taught us as they were growing up. And so now we're getting into crypto and we're getting into the workforce. But being a Gen Z, I feel like it's really not focused on until TikTok came along. That became, that kind of put Gen Z on the map. But (laughs) I think that we're discounted in a lot of ways. And it's the talk of the town is still millennials, which is fine. I mean, like, (laughs) that's fine. (laughs) But yeah. You don't don't want the recognition that millennials get. I mean, millennials have such a bad rap, you know what I mean? And it's funny, real quick, I just had a guest on the other day and we were talking about Gen Z politics and social justice. And Gen Z is very much social justice. A lot of Gen Z is social justice. And I was saying how it can come off as grading to a lot of people, but you guys are going to change the world. Because as I said about you, you have a fire in your belly. And I feel like most Gen Zers have that fire in their belly as well. They don't care how they come off. They just want to make things right. We need that. Right. Yeah. Every single Gen Z is very unique that Each one of us do have something we're passionate about. And when we get behind something, we can be a very strong generation, a very powerful force, whatever the event is that we're standing behind. But we are very passionate about whatever it is. But each of us are very individualistic and creative. I can't say that about everyone because some people, they like crowds and they're not individualistic. But a lot of us are very individualistic and Yeah, we are very passionate and we will change the world. 
I don't know in what way, if it's for the better, for the worse, hopefully for the better. And (laughs) hopefully I can contribute to that because I do see in a lot of ways us not always going in the right direction. But since I am an older Gen Z, I feel obligated to kind of help guide my generation in the right direction. Yeah, I'm curious as to, do you think there are a lot of Gen Zers currently in the crypto space? Not too many. The Gen Z that I have met are on Instagram. I haven't met any on crypto Twitter, but since I am on Instagram as well, most of the Gen Z are on crypto Instagram, but there's just a handful of us. So there's still a huge space for adoption for Gen Z to adopt crypto. I also feel like we will be one of the first generations to mass adopt crypto when mass adoption comes. Right, because that's kind of like millennials too. I mean, we're also used to apps, just like sending money with apps and stuff like that, you know, Venmo, Cash App, all of the apps where it's just easy to send money. That's essentially already digital money. So we're very used to it already. So you guys even more so. I mean, that's just what you guys grew up with. Oh, definitely. It's just, it's a normal concept to us. I feel like since we have grown up with technology our entire life, it just seems very normal to us. And it'll be very easy to us to start using Bitcoin and Ethereum and other cryptocurrencies. And it'll probably be a smooth transition with tokens and cryptos being used in video games and other services and apps and things. So we'll probably even be using it before we know it. Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. Without even knowing it, you know, many younger people are going to be using it. So you had mentioned crypto Twitter and crypto Instagram, and you mentioned TikTok earlier. So is there a such thing as crypto TikTok right now? (laughs) (laughs) There is. I actually deleted my TikTok in May, but when I was on TikTok, there were crypto accounts popping up left and right, and I was following them. There's about 100 total, and TikTok has 1 billion downloads, so that's one seventh of the earth's population. So just to find a hundred crypto accounts, it was still very small. But I think after I deleted the app in May, then a lot more crypto TikTok accounts were popping up. But now TikTok might be banned or being acquired by Microsoft. So I'm not sure if that's going to pan out or if someone else is going to be the next TikTok giant takeover. I can see that. Yeah. Well, I mean, TikTok really is. It's such a like a behemoth, but everything that you hear about how it's like taking your data and stuff like that, somebody like me a little bit weary about using it, you know, although I mean, every social media platform is probably taking our data. There's not really much we can do to avoid that, you know, unless we have a tinfoil hat on, there's not really much you can do to avoid that, but definitely. Yeah. So that's very interesting. So speaking of Instagram marketing and stuff like that, you have a new live stream that you started called Block Babes. So can you tell me a little bit about Block Babes and like what platform is it primarily on? I would say YouTube because that's where we're streaming to every Wednesday. So the Block Babes is a live stream show every Wednesday for talking about cryptocurrency news, economic news, new technology, different cryptocurrencies. And we're going to have guests on, not necessarily each Wednesday, but quite often. And they could either be women or male. But we're going to have Erica on this Wednesday, I believe, from Bank of Erica from the Bitcoin Center. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we stream to YouTube and Twitter and somewhere else, maybe Twitch or something. (laughs) Okay, yeah, that makes sense. But we've only been doing it for a month. We just had our fourth live stream 
yesterday and we stream at 6 p.m. Eastern each Wednesday and we also post the link in our Instagram accounts too and our handles are at the block babes. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll link all of that on our page afterwards too. So anybody listening can go over to our cryptocurrency informer website and find the information and links and everything like that to the show. And I forgot to say who co-hosts it. <laughs> yes, definitely. I was going to ask you, who are <laughs> your co-hosts? co-hosts? My co-hosts are Annalise and she does Crypto Mondays and virtual reality and Crypto Gal. And She's pretty well known in the space, I'd say. So they're both two wonderful ladies and very sincere and genuine. Also, each person comes from a very different background. So Crypto Gal is actually into cybersecurity mm. and she knows a lot about coding. So it's really cool talking to these ladies and hearing our different perspectives and catching up on news with them. Very cool. So what made you want to start doing a live stream? What made you get into that kind of facet of crypto and marketing? So I actually reached out to a couple of the women and we were going to make some videos together and we actually didn't get to make those videos. However, since we all became friends through that, the Annalise and Crypto Gal asked me if I would be part of the Block Babes with them, a new show. And so I was like, heck yeah, let's do it. (laughs) So that's basically how it came about. All right. So another thing I noticed about you when I was doing my research and learning about you was that you're big into Digibyte, which is a blockchain and also a coin as well, right? Right. So tell me a little bit about Digibyte and tell me why it's so important to you and you hold it so close to your heart. Okay, sure. After getting into Bitcoin, I was starting to look into other altcoins and Digibyte immediately caught my eye because of its great features. And some of its great features are that it's very fast, very secure, and innovative. And those are all things I love. So Digibyte is 40 times faster than Bitcoin. And its block time is 15 seconds. But it had been improved from 60 seconds per block to 30 seconds per block down to 15 seconds per block. So I thought that was really cool that they're always working on improving their speed and security. And the security aspect of Digibyte is DigiShield, for example. Mm-hmm. And DigiShield came about when a few years back, miners were making mining pools and they would jump from cryptocurrency to cryptocurrency, mining each one as the difficulty adjustment got easier for a crypto, they would jump to that one and leave the last one they were mining. And so these cryptocurrencies were experiencing long periods of not being mined and then periods of being mined. Mm. So that was very difficult for them making blocks. So DigiShield came along and fixed that and other cryptocurrencies such as Zcash, Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum, Dogecoin, they implemented DigiShield. And so it helped a lot of different cryptocurrencies too. And once I learned about that right after learning about Digibyte, I thought that was so awesome that they're able to improve not only their own cryptocurrency, but help improve other cryptocurrencies with their technology. And DigiShield became multi-shield because it now has five mining algorithms versus just one. So the five mining algorithms make it much more secure. And for me, being a Gen Z, I think that speed is something that's very important to us because We're used to having things immediately, having everything just be instant. And so having Digibyte have transactions go through in three to four seconds is so easy, so efficient and convenient. If I go to the movie theater and I wanted to pay for my ticket in Digibyte, 
then I could just pay really quick and go into the movie. But if I wanted to pay in Bitcoin, I don't want to have to wait there for 10 minutes for the transaction to go through and might miss part of the movie, you know? So it's really great having that option, Digibyte as an alternative. So I love both Bitcoin and Digibyte, and those are some of my favorite cryptocurrencies. So we talk about adoption a lot, and you we were just talking about going to a movie and paying with Bitcoin. Most of us aren't going to movies right now anyway because of the coronavirus, but before the coronavirus and hopefully after the coronavirus, most movie theaters, it seemed like didn't really take Bitcoin even yet. So do you find it hard to find places that accept Digibyte? I think there's quite a few places that accept Digibyte. So it's not really because it's an altcoin, it's not too much of an issue I don't believe so. So I'm all about adoption. I want every store and every retailer to accept every cryptocurrency. So I'm all about that. I just didn't honestly know if it was harder to find places that accepted certain altcoins versus Bitcoin, which is already having a tough enough time in certain places getting adopted. Well, they might have debit cards for those cryptocurrencies too, just like I've heard of Bitcoin debit cards where Mm -hmm. If a store doesn't accept, if a store is not set up to accept Bitcoin, you can use a Bitcoin debit card and put it in the chip reader and you pay in Bitcoin and the store accepts it, receives the payment in USD or whatever currency they're using. So they might have that for other altcoins like Digibyte too. I'm not sure. I see. But I could see that coming along soon. And something like that is almost necessary too for like to make it easier. Mm -hmm. That way you don't have to have the store accept crypto. You can just have the card that allows basically any store to accept crypto. Right. So let's talk a little bit more about your website. What other kind of stuff do you sell besides t-shirts? I sell t-shirts, hoodies, hats, sweatpants. We have these really cool all over print hoodies. And so the entire hoodie has print on it, like the chest, the back, the pocket, the hood, and Mm. the sleeves all the way down. So the entire thing is printed. So those are spectacular. They look fantastic and I absolutely love them. And they're fleece on the inside. So they're super cozy, but I'm actually going to be adding Bitcoin and Ethereum all over print hoodies in my store in the next couple of days. But right now I just have Digibyte all over print hoodies. So we have flex fit hats, flat bill hats, and then some accessories like socks, scarves, some jewelry, magic mugs, which are super cool. Have you heard of a magic mug, Sal? Like basically um, one that shows a picture or whatever when you pour hot water in there. Yeah, so it's dark. It's a black mug when it's cold. And then when you pour your hot drink in there, the black starts to fade up and the image appears. So it looks like magic. So that's okay. why they call it magic mugs. Very cool. All right. And then I saw you guys had a beanbag on there too, huh? <laughs> yeah, I have some beanbag chairs. <laughs> that's pretty cool. And you designed those yourself as well? Mm-hmm. Every single product that you see, I've designed the image myself. I hire a graphic designer to put it into graphics for me, but I do sketch out the design first and then tell my graphic designer, this is what I want. (laughs) Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you're still doing the design, that's the work right there. You're creating the design. You're coming up with an original design. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's huge. So I think that's awesome. Honestly, I think you clearly have, like I said, again, to use a boomer term and to age myself, like it clearly shows that you have a fire in your belly. You're ready to like make that money. You want to hustle. I think that's great. You're passionate about Digibyte, passionate about crypto. It's definitely not a facade. It's definitely real passion. You're knowledgeable. I think that's all huge. And I think, uh, yeah, of course. Thank you for coming on. And I'm sure that you're going to be 
successful. You probably already have a lot of success under your belt. So I wish you a lot more success as well. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Of it's course. All about the journey. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so we'll have to have you back on. We'll have to, you'll, maybe you can be like our resident Gen Z former, you know? <laughs> if you have any Gen Z questions, I can yes. answer them for you. <laughs> yes, for sure. And so tell us all your context of all your socials. How do we get in touch with you? Oh, sure. Where do we go to watch you? What do we do? How do we see all that? Sure. I am on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And my handles are at Crypty Girl. Crypty is spelled like crypto, but ends in a Y instead of an O. So C-R-Y-P-T-Y, girl. And I just started my YouTube channel recently as well. So I'm going to make more videos there. And those are my three main platforms. Okay, cool. And then any real quick, I don't want to put you on the spot, but any predictions about where crypto's going in the future? I would not be surprised if Bitcoin is $1 million one day, and I could see that in 10 years from now. And as for Digibyte, I would not be surprised if it were a top 10 coin in the near future. I feel like the whole world will adopt cryptocurrency. It doesn't specifically have to be Bitcoin, but I feel like it will happen. It's inevitable to me because the world is going digital and you see governments around the world digitizing their dollar. And once their citizens will be using a digital dollar, They'll say, well, wait a minute, I'm already using a digital dollar. Why don't I get cryptocurrency and actually have a return on my investment versus losing value when the government makes more dollars? So I feel like it'll, it'll happen that the whole world will be using cryptocurrency someday. Do you think that a stable coin is a better thing for just like a regular currency than a normal cryptocurrency? Like, for example, if you're talking about countries using a digital dollar, would a citizen of a country with a not very stable normal dollar, would they feel better about a stable coin or would they feel, would they be better off using a crypto like Bitcoin or Digibyte or something like that? What's your opinion on that? A lot of people have to take baby steps when getting into cryptocurrency. So a lot of people feel very comfortable first investing in a stable coin because they don't perceive it as risky since the value is supposed to stay around $1. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm not a huge fan of stable coins because, well, I don't know a ton about it, but what I know is that it's pegged to a commodity. And mm. if a stable coin is pegged to the US dollar and the US dollar just had trillions of more dollars printed, then the stable coin can also be completely inflated and have more of that. So it kind of defeats the purpose of a limited supply cryptocurrency keeping your value. That's an interesting perspective. I mean, I'm certainly no stablecoin pro either. We'll have to have somebody on that talks about stablecoins, but essentially you're right about it it being around a dollar and it does fluctuate between like sometimes like 97 cents and a dollar oh three. But I think it always is supposed to remain around a dollar. Even if the US dollar gets printed a trillion more dollars or something, I think it's technically supposed to stay around a dollar. That's true. You know? It's interesting how that works. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole reason for this podcast. There's so many different facets of crypto and there's no way to know everything about crypto. So it's always great to have somebody on that will talk about just a certain facet of crypto. And for example, today we're talking about Digibyte, talking about Gen Z, and we're talking about clothing and apparel in crypto. <laughs> Do you ever look into incorporating crypto more into your apparel like i've seen art that has like crypto incorporated into it like a wallet incorporated into it do you ever think oh right i haven't looked into that and 
I'm not sure that I will because it starts to get complicated at that point, like having a wallet ingrained in yeah. a watch or something. Yeah. Like that's kind of complicated for me right now. So I'm just trying to master entrepreneurship now before I continue on to bigger things. Well, hey, you're killing it. So uh, looking forward to seeing more from you. Thank you, Sal. No problem. All right. Crypty, Crypty girl, thank you again for coming on. And well, like I said, we'll have to have you back on some other time. Thank you, Sal. This was great. And that's going to be it for this week's episode of the Cryptocurrency Informer. Don't forget, if you want to read more, go to talk.bitcoin.tax and click on the Cryptocurrency Informer link. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Music, Spotify, and Google Play Music so you can catch every new episode that we release.